Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, the Sunday League Show, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. Welcome to Selk Grassroots, the podcast network that brings you the Sunday League Show. This is the Sunday League Show, episode two, or number two of our uh, reviews of the season. Not, not, uh, not meaning Rep- to... representative of the content, <laughs> uh, as you hear. Uh, my friend and colleague Jamie Nimmo is with me, and tonight we are discussing the OBD SFL. Very new look OBD. SFL, I must say, Jamie, they've done away with the senior division. Whatever you think of that, it's in keeping with other leagues. Um, just a little bit on that, Jamie. I think that just knocks a bit of shine off of that top division. Just name that senior division name in the Openton and Bromley has been synonymous with some of the greatest teams that we talk about, a much-loved team, should I say, uh, in Sunday League football, especially in this area. Um, I'm going to miss having the senior division, I must say. It might take a little bit of getting used to, but it's the the seventy fifth anniversary of the league this year, so no better time for a little rebrand, I suppose. Might as well, and and obviously Bob Potts was twenty five when the league started, so he's celebrating his hundredth year this year. <laughs> that's a bit. That's a bit much. <laughs> I've not even got to get any games yet. <laughs> uh, let's have a look then at the constitution for the 23-24 season. And as we did um, on the previous podcast for the North Kent Sunday Football League, um, we'll predict all of the divisions um, and the big cup, which is the President's Charity Cup in um, the Alpington and Bromley. Uh, we'll predict our winners and then we'll do our stick or twist uh, just to make our predictions look a little bit better uh, in January, around January time. Uh, we'll stick or twist and we'll go from there. Uh First up is the Prem Division, changed by name, uh, but very new look as well with the teams, Jamie. A 10-team uh, Premier Division. We'll go through the teams first. Champions Bickley, they go again. There was speculation that the boys was gonna, were going to go out as champions, but ugh, the competitive bunch down at Bickley, they can't, let it, they can't leave it um, like that. They want to they, they uh, try and retain that championship. Bickley back. Oh, well done, gents. They play. That charity shield game against Rio Gima uh, against uh, uh, at Rochester United on Wednesday the thirtieth um, of August. That should be a lovely fixture. Two good teams, two old old head teams as well. So Bickley representing the OBDSFL uh, in that competition. So get down there um, if you can next Wednesday uh, and have a watch of that. Elmstead are back. Started so strongly last season and fell off um, quite rapidly, Jamie, towards the end of the year. But good to see Elmstead. Uh, going again, Farmers stay in the top division of the Alpington and Bromley continues. Uh, New Boys Golden Eagles make the journey across from the Met division, uh, the Met League even, straight into the, the top division. That's happened a few times with much um, controversy over the last few years, Jamie, um, but no complaints this year. I think people realising maybe the Prem division did need uh, the extra numbers. So we're welcoming a 10-team Prem division this season. Yeah, and you and you don't have the the kind of elephant in the room with Bickley fighting their corner 
who were bottom that year as well and teams coming in and it was a bit of a mess but it's a bit more seamless this year uh, makes makes it look a lot more sensible and hopefully it stays a 10, 10 team division for the whole year that's the main aim I think yeah we'd be dying we'd be dying for that to happen for the top two divisions that hasn't happened for the last couple of seasons at least uh, last season was a bit of a mess really in both divisions um, but we hope to see that yeah you're absolutely right Groundhopper's return to the top division after a couple of seasons um, um, absence uh, welcome back Warren and the lads they'll want to uh, do a bit better than they did in the last um, time they were here, and I'm sure they will. Uh, Hatch and back again. Improvements must be made for them. Um, you must say, without the teams leaving the division last season, Hatch and may be playing Division One football this year. Kenningwell, uh, an impressive pre-season for them. Jamie, everyone's favourites. If you if you if you if you're involved with Kenningwell, they're your favourite team, uh, and if you're not, they're your second favourite team. Um, they need to be better though this year, don't they? A cup win last season glossed over really that it looked like that it, it was theirs to, to lose really the title at one stage of the season with games in hand and stuff and they didn't quite get that over the line. Uh, and I'm guessing along with the London, the Sunday Challenge Cup, um, the Prem Division title will be on Kenningwell's top of Kenningwell's bucket list for the season. I think so, but I mean... Yeah, I, I know what you mean in terms of they were maybe expected a bit more last year, but it was a bit of a, a rebuild and kind of putting th- putting things back together and obviously Junior having taken over. So, um, yeah, a, a year further on, um, it can be quite interesting to see what they do this year. I think so too. Ones to watch for me this season, Kennywell. Uh, MSL, a surprise promotion to the Prem Division, but obviously the numbers have been... Um, have been rejigged. Uh, to be fair to MSL, a, a fair to middling season last year in division in the Prem Division, previously the Prem Division, uh, they've taken that promotion. They've backed themselves, Jamie. Clearly things have changed and improvements made at MSL headquarters because that's a hell of a roll of the dice from where they were last the last couple of seasons. It is, but, you know, fair play to them. They've obviously accepted the challenge. Um, I think uh, we'll come into it obviously with predictions and stuff but um, I think a lot of people will, will fancy them to be quite low down come the end of the season but it just gives them a bigger point to prove it and obviously an extra incentive so it'll be interesting to see how they do but good on them for taking the step up I think so too you've got to back yourself if you're given if you're given the opportunity um, to take a higher place uh, in your league for me I'm a competitive person I would always take that Chance and, and back your team and MSL have done that. Three down, interestingly though, Jamie from the Prem Division. We don't we haven't seen that before, have we? Three down. No, but I mean it's it's all part of a big reshuffle. So yeah. Um the ninety nine point nine percent of the time they get these constitutions right, don't they? So yeah. you can only look at obviously they've, they've spoke to teams and that they've they've done the research and hopefully um it makes it another competitive season because I think the senior was the the earliest of the first division that was won last year when Bickley won it and then everything else went more or less to the wire. So hopefully we get, we get that across all divisions this year. I think we will. Uh, ninth ninth team was PSG after their, their I mean, dominant season last year. Never really in trouble uh, in the Prem Division title. They took the, they took the title uh, comfortably, really. Uh, missing out in their County Cup final. Unlucky to the Palais Saint-Germain boys, but a real good debut season uh, in the OBD SFL. Um, 
they did miss out uh, on team of the year, though, Jamie, didn't they? They did, and I think it'll be a case of, you know, they'll look back and think, what a great season. Yeah. But there might just be that element of what if, you know, they, they could have gone those, those couple of extra steps and really had that off season to remember. So um, they've got success now to back up, obviously, um, that what they've come over from, from McLeodian League. They've, they've got success early, but then they're shown that they've got levels to go again, I think. They'll need them next season. Obviously, the, the the this division is a lot stronger than the one that they've come from, pound for pound. Um, but Tommy and the boys, I, you have to back them uh, always. They've shown us uh, just how good they can be. And once they get that head of steam, they didn't take their foot off the pedal, especially in their domestic uh, competitions. So we'll be looking forward to seeing PSG. Spartans are back as well. And another team who on their day... Um, you wouldn't fancy playing at all, Jamie. Maybe that away day is one of the trickiest um, in this division um, as well. Spartans without a goalkeeper, we found out for much of last season. For them, you hope that they've addressed that because we know that, you know, the talent that they do have on the pitch, if, it, if it's in footballing terms, um, they are one of the best. They are, and yeah, it's a team where you don't know what you're going to get really and we saw that last year. But if they can get consistency for example a key position like a goalkeeper then they've obviously got every chance of doing well but it's just that's the question marks at this time of year yeah. that we don't know so um, yeah I think it'd be difficult for anyone to get on a limb and back Spartans but we know what they're capable of very much so and they'll be in the back of our minds and maybe if they do get that consistency uh, you feel like a Spartans could be like the prime candidate for a stick or twist uh, that we do in, in the January uh, December, January time. And if they're, you know, going for it, um, they could certainly uh, be amongst it. All the teams here could be amongst it. It's going to take a gargantuan effort, I think, for the likes of MSL, Ground Oppers, uh, Golden Eagles, um, maybe Farnborough as well, given their uh, wobble last season. Far uh, Elmstead, we expect them to be in the mix. But yeah, I mean, Bickley, Kenningwell, Hatcham, if they get their act together, Spartans and PSG could be and Kennywell could be the front runners, Jamie. Who are you going to back for your Prem Division title winners this year? So I'm going to give you a winner, a, a bottom place team, and a surprise package for every division. Right? That's how, God, I love that's it. How much content I give for you've missed for this. <laughs> and, uh, you've missed it. And I'm, well, they're going to be horribly wrong. Um, so <laughs> for me, the winners, I think, but another year in the older legs at Bickley isn't obviously going to be beneficial to them. Um, well, we know it's, the, it's the talismanic, we know the talismanic well, yeah. beaver has retired. I mean, one thing we do know is that he has retired. Yeah. You know, so it's, it'll be interesting to see, and I'm sure they'll obviously bring numbers in and stuff, but yeah, um, it's hard enough to win, never mind retain it. So I just, I, I'm not going to back Bickley for it. I'm actually going to back Kenningwell, and it might not be a surprise to regular listeners. Obviously, back them regularly for for winning, whether it be games of the week or cups and stuff. But um, looking at some of the players that they were warming up to play after us on Sunday there, and seeing some of the some of the faces, and you you kind of recognise a few, and you think, yeah, there's a few names there that um, I've been missing for the last couple of years. Um, and I, I just think that winning that cup last year is a, a great kind of foundation for them to, um, to grow as a team. And I think, yeah, I think this could be the year where Kenningwell will find themselves back on top of the pile. So they will be my winners. Um, I back them every year. So I'm back. I'm backing them again. Got 
yeah. I'm backing them again. Uh, well, I'll, I'll try and match you then with the surprise packages. Um, and this will all depend, as we said, on the consistency and, and key positions. But um, Spartans uh, could very much put themselves uh, in the mix, I think, or PSG. Uh, there'll be two interesting teams for me because if it can click for them, then I think they can actually challenge. Uh, I wouldn't disagree with it. And I think also Golden Eagles being a, an unknown quantity, you know, the, the, whatever they do could be a surprise um, come the end of the day, depending on what your outlook is. But for me, I think the team that might upset a few could be Elmstead this year. Okay. So, yeah, I think Tony and his boys had a taste of it last year. Did well for, for spells and periods and then Obviously, um, they took a couple of heavy defeats. I think they, they lost heavily to Bitcoin maybe towards the end of the season. But Yeah, I ref that um, one. Yeah, it was a tough game for tough yeah, game for them. I think, yeah, I think just having that, age, that year of, of top division football under their belts, they've always been a team that seemed to progress. Not like huge leaps and bounds, but they always just progress a little bit every year. Yeah. Um, finally made the step up last year. And I think, yeah, this year, I think they could be one to watch. So, Elmstead for me is the the surprise package of the dark horse, if you like. Yeah, fair comment. Uh, they started like a, a house on fire last season um, and yeah, just didn't have that staying power at the end. They were amongst it for the whole season last year, though. Uh, just that end of season form. Cataled the season. Um, but yeah, I mean, we could mention everyone as a as a maybe in this division. Yeah, it is very, very, very competitive. Um, who's going to struggle then? Um, I think Hatcher might struggle again if, if they're keeping their resources spread far and wide. Um, it all depends, obviously, on summer recruitment, of course, and and a team like Hatcher should be able to pull in some a good standard of player. But um, I think MSL could struggle. I think even though they've taken on the challenge, I do think the the step up might be a surprise for them. Um, I mean, I mean, they've obviously played senior teams or old senior teams in the cups, etc. But when it's your bread and butter week in week out, you find it a bit harder to get to raise the levels to that for your kind of the, the big cup final type game. So I think yeah, MSL might struggle a little bit. So um, I hope I'm wrong, and I hope they obviously put a cat amongst the pigeons. But I would fancy them to finish bottom of the pile at this point. I think Golden Eagles may struggle early doors, switching over from the Met, the Met League to the Uppington and Bromley just on an admin basis. Uh, I think they could find it, that ground, that settling in period, uh, tricky. So word to um, Golden Eagles, get all of your admin and all of that stuff in a row because that's the that's the bits and pieces that are e that's easy to get right. Uh, and the league are, the, the uh, committee are hot on that stuff. Um, and I'm not sure the Met League really was. Uh, no disrespect to the Met League, but it's those transitional changes for Golden Eagles, uh, as well as clearly a step up in quality uh, in football. Um, it could be a tough start for Golden Eagles, so they'll need to get the easy things right from the start before it, the, the, a rot potentially sets in. Um, but an interesting season in the Prem Division. Jamie backing Kenningwell, and I'm backing Kenningwell, unsurprisingly. Division One, the old Prem Division, is now Division One. Uh, so after winning Division One last season, Sydenham defend the title in Division One again. Uh, the roll call for Division One is Bexley United, uh, promoted uh, last season. Ex-Blues, Dio Valente, uh, an ex-Blues team back in the Alpington and Bromley. That's what we'd like to see, a long-running name 
for the league. Glebe Manor step up to Division 1. LSE Giants um, stay where they are in the second tier. Uh, LSU Lions promoted. Long Lane promoted. Royal Southwark, big big jumpers from last season, Jamie, into the second tier. Um, Obviously have backed themselves a bit like MSL. There was a space there. Uh, They've taken it. Um, We'll talk about them in a minute. Sydenham Sports champions from Division 1. They go into the second division. West Wickham, always the potential for them to be one of the outstanding teams. Uh, and Westrum are promoted into Division 1 too. Um, we obviously have said goodbye to Hacienda over the summer, Jamie, which is very, very sad. Um, a good team, uh, a good bunch of blokes. Uh, it was sad to see them fold um, along with other teams like Sports King from the top division. Uh, but this one, Jamie, um, along with the Prem division, it's absolutely stacked and ridiculously competitive, this one. Yeah, it's just reading the names. It's it's very difficult to, to kind of pick a winner. I mean, That is a physical pick... league. That is a very, very physical division, that one. There is going to be some absolute barnstorming games in that division. Yeah, it, it really does stand out. Um, teams, obviously, we, ourselves have played across the years and teams that we know about and, and names that like you say explodes that are synonymous with a league that are returning. So it's I mean, it's yeah, it's pretty pretty daunting just to even try to pick a winner, never mind being in that division this year. So uh, yeah, the best of luck to all teams. Yeah, new new boys in there, Dio Valente, I think they were was that is that a Met League team re rebadged? I couldn't say. I don't know who it is, but um we don't know much about Dio Valente, they're, they're, they're the rebadged ex-Blues team, but we know what we know about uh, Bexley United. Real good season for them. Uh, cup final uh, and promoted from their division. Glebe Manor um, had a fantastic season, winning the Big Cup in the Alpington and Bromley uh, and uh, doing well in their division. They didn't win, did they, Jamie? They didn't win the league in the end. No, Western won it. Yeah, Western champions. Uh, West Wickham underachieved for their talented squad last season. Sydenham Sports always strong. Uh, and you may, you may be unsurprised to hear who I back again uh, in a minute. Uh, Royal Southwark, Jamie, they've got into this division. They backed themselves social on social media uh, a few years ago, saying that they felt they deserved, they could they could hang with in this sort of company. Um, since then, I mean, they're, they, they haven't proved that they're going to be up for it. Uh, or that they should be uh, at that level. But they've got there now. Um, things must have happened. Players must have been signed um, because they could really struggle if they haven't got their acting gear. Yeah, it's a bit bizarre that they've seemed to have progressed despite regressing on the pitch. So, um, yeah, I would hope that maybe they have got some players back or some new some new players in that of, of that level that they were at when they obviously were winning county cups and stuff. So, um, if not, then it could be a long old season for them. But um, internally, they obviously must be confident that they can hold their own in this division, which um, if they can, then it'll be close to the, their form and the level that they were at before. Just looking through this list, there is not there is not a bad game in that division this season. There's not one bad game. No, it'll be an easy one for games of the week, won't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we we we're we're unforgive we 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 won't forget we won't apologize if Division One um, features heavily um, again in our games. Jamie, picking maybe picking your struggler will be the easy way to start in this one because uh, <laughs> to pick the winner 
It's going to be a real fucking pain. You go. I mean, I mean, all the teams there, apart from LSC and X Blues, are teams that have come up, whether it be one or two jumps. So they're teams that are used to winning and teams, obviously, that have got success, whether it be league titles, cups and stuff. So um, on that basis, I'm probably going to need to put X Blues as the basement boys, just because they're just the unknown quantity, really. Yeah. Um, I know LSC are kind of staying put. Um, where it, obviously uh, we wish Wickham uh, with an MSL if they can jump up but um, I think there's, they've got enough about them LSC that, that they should be able to compete with these teams so I think for the unknown quantity and it might seem like the easy way out but I'm going to stick X Blues as my basement boys Yeah I think I will as well and maybe that's a little bit of loyalty to um, long standing teams who you know we like Dips and, and all the lads down at Royal Southwark so maybe a little bit of loyalty to those boys. Uh, just in this podcast, um, we'll put X-Blues as the strugglers. In terms of the winners, I'm going to have to stick with Sydney Sports. You know, I mean, we I saw them in pre-season uh, over at uh, Beckenham Town there at the um, on the training pitch for a, a friendly against a little little known uh, team based in based in Greenwich. <laughs> uh, with, with the team with the name Greenwich, uh, and I must say they looked very good and. Their midfield is so strong and so they've played with each other for so long. They know each other's games inside out, perhaps not the 11 sort of superstars from back to front, but so organised. Um, and I just don't think that they're going to let they're going to let me down again. And I know Glebe Manor are in there, but whispers of John White taking a little step back. Does that disrupt them on a match day? Is the commitment going to be there? If John's not going to be there, who knows? We expect Bexley to be organised. We know they're going to be organised, but is this? Is, are they going to be able to um, hang with this camp with this company again? Glebe Manor will be good. LSE Giants should be good on their day. What a good squad of players they've got! Just that consistency of getting those goals over the line cost them last season. LSU, we know what a young, talented squad they are. Long Lane, talented footballers, rugged, can mix it can go both ways, dark arts or football. They've got everything. Um, but West Wickham, what a good squad. And Westrum champions, they're, they're not used to losing games of football. And I don't think they will lose too many games of football, especially at home next year, where that where they really do know how to play their home pitch um, exceedingly well. But I have to back Sydney Sports um, to win the title next season. That has to be my prediction. I can't do anything else. <laughs> Was Mark got a gun in your head? No, well, no, 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 not at all, not at all. But yeah, I just, um, I just can't. Yeah, I mean, for me, I was looking at between the, the two from last year, which is uh, Sydney and Long Lane. Um, I think Long Lane, as I, I totally agree, I think they can play any type of game um, to suit their opponent, and I believe they've strengthened as well. So um, that could obviously work heavily in their favour. But then you also look at the how settled Sydney are, like you mentioned, that family, they just clicked right in the gear, didn't they, um, for the first week back, which was obviously good signs for them. So, um, yeah, I think I'm going to have to join you with on, on the Sydney one this year. I just think that they know each other so well. They're such a well-oiled machine um, with threats in the right places to them, and they can obviously roll the sleeves up and dig in, and, and they're used to winning now. So, um, yeah, I, I think Sydney will just pip long lane to it this year. 
I think so too. And, and actually, the, the the teams to be in the mix. I mean, you look, we're both back in Sydney, so you've got to say everyone except in our minds, Royal Southwark uh, and X Blues will be there or thereabouts yeah. in the title race. I think I think you might find that everyone will have a shot of being top of this division at one point throughout the season. Um, but I think a team though that a lot of teams may underestimate, I think would be Western. I think they could surprise a few. Um, so if I had to pick a dark horse, it would be them. Yeah, and and that away trip, it does sound silly that you know away trips make a difference, but it really does, and it and it's a tough it's a tough pitch to play if you're not used to playing. It's not a it's not a terrible slope, but it's a slope nonetheless. And if you're not used to playing it, um, it, it can upset you, especially for 45 minutes while you're finding your bearings and, and trying to work out the pitch. Um, especially if you're playing there in like one of the colder months as well and you know the darker mornings and maybe you've got a couple away and a couple that don't fancy it, it starts to all add up and it makes it a really difficult trip. So, um, yeah, well, I'm kind of thankful we don't have to go down there this year, if I'm honest. <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, West. I mean, we could say that about everybody. West Wickham uh, is a tricky place to go. Um, but yeah, good luck to all of Division One. And I think, as Jamie said, we could see the champion of this division still losing three or four games over the course of the year. That's how tight and competitive this this division is going to be. Um, but good luck to everyone. That is undoubtedly uh, the most the most competitive division in over the SFL. Let's have a look at Division 2, which promises um, to deliver as well. Uh, a 10-team division, uh, KS Mentivation, um, promoted up one, uh, technically, into Division 2. Uh, Beckenham Rovers take a tumble from the old Prem division down a couple of divisions. Not sure what's happened at Beckenham Rovers. Um, always a good team, always a bit of a gatekeeper, really, in the Prem division, Jamie. So not sure what's happened there, whether that's a reset um, and they've started again. Um, but we'll talk about them in a minute. Blase Ballers, um, they're in Division 2. Broccoli going to Division 2. They didn't go up, obviously, with the likes of um, Glebe, Westrum, um, in, and Crayf and they went up with Crayford Arrows, who are in Division 2. So, obviously, those two, uh, Glebe and Westrum, jumped up two divisions, just the Crayford. Uh, Broccoli and Crayford up one. Hayden, um go up as well. I'm trying to remember where people were, but we'll just read the constitution before I confuse myself. LIC are in Division 2. Uh, Lesser Albion, Woodside, new team in from the Quarter Municipal Division 1. Runners-up in their second tier last season. Woodside, unhappy with how things were being done over at the Quarter Municipal League. Not the only team to do that, it has to be said, and not the only podcast to do that either, Jamie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Woodside make the trip across uh, West Wickham or Hayes to the Alpington and Bromley division uh, and welcome chaps they'll be a very good addition a talented side uh, very good on their socials Get them, give them a follow um, they'll have a lot to say and XLPFC I believe I believe are um, a team uh, part of a Christian league club a Croydon Christian league club uh, on Saturdays and a good team as well um, so interestingly, I think that's it. If I've offended you, XLP, by saying that, that's all I could find on social media and on full time or Google. Uh, XLP are a, a local team in the Christian League, maybe rolling a dice and having a go at Sunday football as well, Jamie. Yeah, maybe we should have some some good crossers in the team. 
Yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, let's have let's have a chat about the teams, Jamie. Yeah, Beckenham Rovers, big tumblers from last season. They did all right last year. We know the brand of football they play. We know the gent the the, the good guys on the pitch always play football in the right way. Set the club up brilliantly well. They've taken a step back or two steps back this season to Division Two. We would still expect them to be strong, I think. Yeah, I mean, because of the whole rename and stuff, it's just one step down in terms of level. Um, but yeah, they weren't any worse than LSC or, or anyone like that last year. So to see them drop down is a bit of a surprise, but I'm, I'm sure there's there's reasons that were given. Um, and obviously the committee feel it was appropriate. So um, yeah, a good bunch of lads. Obviously we played them twice in County Cups last year and and obviously they've got quite a few podcast listeners and in the squad, so it's always nice to, to bump into them out and about on a Sunday morning. Um, but yeah, this could, this could be a, a good division for them. Um, having played against a couple of the other teams in there um, quite a few times, I think Beckham Rovers could um could well be fancy in this when they look at their constitution. Yeah, I think so too. Obviously, Crayford Arrows will be very strong. We know what a young, tenacious side they are with talented players in key areas. The spine of Crayford Arrows especially strong. Uh, a good team. Expect I'd expect them to do well as well. Broccoli, they'll want to do better. They'll they utilize their pitch really well and got lots of games played early doors last season when everyone else was getting called off because uh, of that rubbish winter that we had last year. Uh, Broccoli pipped at the post really and and didn't really have enough um, to see off Westrum, uh, Glebe or Crayford Arrows in the end. Um, so interesting to see how Broccoli respond. Uh, I know they do have their core of players. Have they strengthened or have they gone the other way? We'll wait and see. But it's nice to see Broccoli going again. Hayden Youth, another year uh, in their legs, but they'll be tricky opposition. Uh, lesser two, tenacious is exactly the word to use for them, um, but they know how to get a result. Woodside, Jamie, they're going to be my dark horses, I think. Uh, they, they could be really good. Um, I mean, you're no better than me, obviously, from covering the, the former league for a few years, so... Um, he said that they came second in the the second tier um yeah. last year. So, um, they've obviously got a decent side and, and they've won quite a few games. So yeah, if they bring over the kind of winning feeling, then they could catch a few people cold. It's I don't think it's the strongest this division's been, especially when you lose teams like Sydney, Long Lane, Bexley, etc. So, um, I think coming into it this year is a lot more forgiving if they were coming into this level last year. So they've, they could never have a chance of, of causing a few upsets. Yeah, we saw big improvements for KF Mentivation towards the end of last season. I don't know if they benefited from the Kamazi side from the SFL not being too active towards the end of the year. I'm assuming that's what happened. Uh, and But let's see what happens with KF Mentivation. Always the potential for them uh, to do really, really well. XLP, complete unknown to us. Um, on the podcast so it'll be interesting to track them LIC their season really fell off they were title they were promotion candidates for two thirds of the year last year uh, and really fell off and actually they tumbled down the table at the end um, finishing well in the bottom half um, so they'll be looking to uh, re-establish themselves with, with good momentum at the early part of Division 2 who are your picks for your three categories for this one Jamie? Right, so I I'm going to go with Beckham Rovers to win it. Um, I just think they've they've mixed it with some big teams. They know how to 
to get results. Um, so I think yeah, if they've got the, the same squad that they had over the last couple of seasons, I think they might just be the ones to pick up the title at the end of the year. Um, in terms of basement boys, um, Blasey struggled a lot last year for yeah. a lot, and then picked up a few results. Um, surprisingly, at the end of the season, so. Um, I don't know. They're a funny one, so I'm obviously to stay clear of them. Actually, um, I think Kumazi could struggle because I do think they were heavily subsidised by the the other Kumazi team um, not playing and players coming down for for a game there. So, um, I think they could find it difficult. So I'm going to go on a limb and put them as the bottom team, which probably seems quite quite harsh actually, but you know that's how it goes. Um, and the surprise package, I'm actually going to go for Crayford Arrows because of of all the kind of the success. Would it be a surprise for them? Yeah. Would it be a surprise if they did well? Um, well, a division up, obviously. Um, they they did not won anything, so I think for me, yeah, I think it would be as well. I'm not for me, sorry. The fact that I'm backing them, but I think they could do well. They they started last year really well. I think they. The first nine games, I think um, they might have won. I might be wrong. Um, but they, they certainly started off on a great run. Um, they're a solid solid unit. So I think Crayford Arrows could be challenging um, come the end of the season. But I do think Beckham will win it. Um, so, yeah, that's my three. Beckham will win it. Crayford Arrows is a dark horse. And I'm going to go Kamazi to struggle at the bottom. Okay. I, I, do you know what? I'm going to back Crayford Arrows, actually. I, I think that they... This isn't this isn't as strong um, a division, maybe even as the one that, that they've come out of. Um, so I th- I'm going to back Crayford Arrows to win to win the league. Dark horses, I think Woodside um, will shock a few. Um, seeing some of the signings that they've made over the summer uh, from com- from compete from teams they competed against last year in the uh, quarter municipal, they've they've taken uh, especially one player. Uh, from a, a rival, so um, who's a good little player, and I know that Hatton was sniffing around him as well. Evidently, um, I was told over the summer. So um, I'm going to back Woodside to be um, there or thereabouts. Beckenham Rovers will, of course, uh, be there. Broccoli, can they can they um, match last season? If they can, they could find themselves amongst it as well. In terms of strugglers, I'm going to go. I'm going to uh, think. I'm going to think Blase Ballers will struggle. Um, Really, they should have let themselves drop drop a level um, and find their feet again. They've they've stuck it out and they've stuck it out in this division. Um, I, I'm just interested to see uh, what happens uh, to uh, Blase this season. There needs to be improvements because it can be a long hard season uh, for them. But yeah, interested to see Division Two um, next season. Right, that's the picks. Brecken and Rovers and Crayford Arrows for Division 2. Let's have a look in Division 3. And a very, very tough division here uh, in Division 3. 10-team division. Uh, looking at this one, Jamie, I think we're back to the competitive, the uh, the very competitive stuff again. Uh, division 3 champions last season were Wilga, and they stay in Division 3, much like um, Sydney, Sydney Sports Day uh Trying, going to try and retain the title that they've won, at least in name. Uh, Chislurst are there. DC Football are there as well. Duke of Clarence uh, initially put in the Prem Division. They've obviously had a word with the committee and said, come on, lads, that, that, we're not good enough for that. Uh, and they find themselves in Division 3. Um, Ellis Athletic 
find themselves there too. Greenwich Mariners uh, still around, still going strong. Uh, and Division 3 is their home this season. Manor Wood, uh, despite some rumours that we may not be seeing the Manor Wood boys this season, they are here and that's good to see. Ministry of Ball, uh, Petswood, Old Boys and Woosh United in Division 3. Jamie, I think, as I said, I'm right to say we are back in the competitive territory with this division. Yeah, it's good because you've got the the kind of group from last season that we're all close together. Um, so like ourselves, DC, Chisel, Hurst, Manorwood, and the other show were, I think, finished just outside the, the promotion areas. And then you've got the, the solid group of teams coming up together from Division 3 and Mulgar, Wish, uh, Ministry of Ball, and then a couple of non-quantities that have, that have come in pitch with old boys, um, Duke and Clarence. So it's, um, it's a real mixed bag, but um, yeah, it could be a, a real humdinger of a division, and hopefully it is, you know. Um, it's obviously the one that we call home this year, so um, some familiar faces and some playing some new teams, which is always nice. So, um, we should have a real good mix in there this year. Will be good, good um injection of youth really for some of the older teams like Manor Wood and and obviously uh, Greenwich Mariners, long-standing team, but Wilgar young young outfit, raring to go. Uh, Woosh young, tenacious team. So that'll be interesting. Ministry of Ball uh, bringing a nice brand of football. Um, and Jamie, how has the summer been for Greenwich Mariners? Let's have a quick chat about, about the Mariners boys. After a disappointing couple of seasons, really, um, you'd probably concede. Um, where, are we, where are the boys at the moment? Um, so, yeah, the golf swing's coming along nicely. Um, thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, as it was, we kind of, we took a longer, slightly longer break this summer just so we could have a clean break from, as you said, a couple of difficult seasons, just get everyone kind of rested and then... Um, decide and plan out how we want to go about it this year. Um, lost, a, lost a few, disappointingly, which obviously, we, we tend to lose maybe one or two, but we lost maybe a handful, um, some that we're disappointed to lose. So it's been a slightly bigger rebuild than expected, but we've managed to get a few in, a few promising signs from the, the games we've had so far. So a couple of new boys um, signed on already and, and, and the rest of the core for last year. So, Still looking to bring a couple in. Um, still got a few areas where I want to strengthen, but yeah, we'll, we'll be there. We'll be there for the full year again. We'll, we'll go at it. We'll give it our best. Um, you know, it's it's a few of them are getting to the age now where it's just about coming along and enjoying it. Um, whereas we've got a couple of younger boys in who gives a bit of, a bit of energy and a bit of impetus. So we should have a good balance there. Um, but yeah, not looking forward to it, as I said, playing some new teams, visiting some new grounds, etc. Um, so, yeah, another new adventure this year, which we're looking forward to. When you look at this, and we'll get into your predictions in a minute, I guess, but when you look at the division, um, what are the what are the hopes? Is it to, just to see where you are at Christmas and then re, re, reassess? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, this sounds really boring, but we'll just take it each game at a time. Like, um, There's no point trying to plan it, try to obviously make um, predictions for where we can be throughout the season. I think we just take it game by game, obviously. Um, if we win, great. If we if we get a draw, then obviously we try and improve on it. And if we lose, we look at what's happened and try and improve on it again. So, um, yeah, we're just going to go Sunday by Sunday, Wednesday by Wednesday at training. Um, take each opposition as they come. As I said, there's a few in there that we feel we've got the bet we should have got the better of, and we haven't over the years. And there's a few teams that have obviously gone on to bigger and better things. We maybe we've punched above our weight at times. So, um, hopefully we can get a a bit more of a balance this year. And um, and yeah, anything kind of above bottom is good, I suppose. But um, 
we'll just take it game by game, see how many points we get and see what it leads us at the end of the year. Yeah, to have right into the the prediction side of things. I, I'm I'm gonna surprise you maybe and let you know that I'm not gonna back Greenwich Mariners to win division three this season. So stay under we'll just stay under that radar, that's fine. <laughs> I'm gonna back the Wilgar boys. Winning is a habit for them. County Cup winners last season, um, league title winners, two years on the bounce, and um, you know, a couple of unknowns here and, and a new look. DC football, I must say, from a, a friendly that I refereed um, against Long Lane uh, a month a month or so ago, a few weeks ago. Um, some familiar faces from the likes of Lambeth All-Stars, Hatcham, Vista, um, wearing the DC kit on the day. Will they be there uh, come September? Who knows? Um, but they probably go down as dark horses for me. Um, because they were they played some really good football and they should be good for Division Three. But you can't overlook uh, Wilgar. What a group they are! Um, a cohesive group. They know what to do, uh, and winning is a habit. They've got their brand of style, which is they've got their brand of football, which is pretty tenacious by all um, by all reports that they are a tough team to play against. Uh, but again, they can mix it up as well as will the Woosh Boys Ministry of Ball. That feels to me they're more of a an out and out football inside. So they'll be tough, man. of wood with the old heads, Greenwich Mariners, with the know how, but maybe the new players taking some time to settle in. Ellis on their day, we know what a good team they can be. Tizlurst, very hot and cold, so we can't. I don't think I don't feel like I can back Tizlurst, um, but I'm going to go for Wilgar to win it um, and DC Woosh, uh, and maybe. Um, Ministry of Ball to be outsiders uh, for promotion chances, but anyone on their day in this in this league, if they get a run and they get some wins on the bounce, could have a go. I don't know anything about Duke of Clarence, unfortunately, boys. So um, I'm going to take a few weeks to gauge your results and and try and see if I recognise any names of your players um, as to where I think you're going to finish. So I'm, I'm discounting Duke of Clarence at the moment, um, but winners for me will be Wilgar. And chasing pack is going to be DC, uh, Woosh, and the Ministry of Ball Boys. I can't, I can't overlook them. I, I, I've said I've like, I said I like them every other week on the podcast. Um, Jamie, who are your bets? Um, yeah, similar kind of thinking. Obviously, um, I've, obviously, what you said about DC, and if I don't think you can hang your hat on it until it's if they've got that squad confirmed or not. So, um, if they do have the kind of those type of players that have played with those teams and they'll definitely be up there Um, but it seems to me that they just don't seem to quite put it together despite having talented footballers um, at their disposal for That's whatever true. reason they've so, always been good, mean, they've always been they've always had good players you're absolutely right yeah but I think if they get ones with that experience then that may just be the difference but um, until that's confirmed, obviously, uh, I, I can't back that. So, no. um, it's probably going to be quite boring, but I'll probably need to go for Wilgar as well, given the, just the track record that he won in things. Um, they'll fancy it. I think we've seen teams come through the leagues before. Um, and obviously, you look at the likes, of, they're all kind of bottlenecking in the Division 1 that, that it is now. But um, I think Wilgar could probably put themselves into that bracket. So I think, um, yeah, the sensible bet for me would be Wilgar for for the title for the the dark horse. I'm actually going to go for Manor Wood. Um, okay. They originally well they were cast as being in what is now Division Four, um, but a, a little birdie told me that they might um might have had a little merger with a, a quite a, a youthful and energetic and talented team. So 
Um, they could be one to watch if they You've get the balance quiet. Out. You've kept that quiet. Yeah, yeah. We do, we do a who's, the, who's the young? Who's the young energetic side? I don't know. Okay. Um, I couldn't possibly comment, but uh, it's definitely not us. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think if they get the balance right between obviously the the boys that have been there for for a few years, that that you know the grafters, the hard workers that put in the hard yards and know how to get results. If they combine that with you know, a bit of flair and a bit of sparkle, that could be quite dangerous. So I would say mm. Manorwood will be my dark horse. Um, and uh, it's kind of difficult to pick a, a bottom side, given that we're in there and we have been lingering in that area in, in recent years. But um, I can't say it as obviously. So um, just purely for the unknown, I would just say pets with old boys. But I mean, they could turn out to be world beaters for all I know. Um and that's probably them now looking up the fixtures to see when the players. Yeah. Um. But no, it's just pure. It's just a pure guesswork. So, um, I've I'm not sure where they've come from or if it's a new team or whatever. So, um, just based on a sensible guess, I suppose it would be them. Yeah, Chislurst I think could struggle as well perennially. Um, they just can't seem to put results together. Um, and if that happens next season again. And they could find themselves cut adrift. So yeah, pets with old boys, bit of an unknown. Duke of Clarence, bit of an unknown. Um, and Chislurst, we known from previous seasons um, that they have um, they they have struggled at times. So that could be um, the, the three teams that are going to struggle. That's my suggestion anyway. But happy to be proven wrong. Uh, Division four is the destination now. Twelve teams in Division four. Uh, the OBDSFL Constitution writers maintained the larger um, division number, the team numbers in the back end of the uh, Constitution. The 12 teams are as follows. Crayford Arrows Reserves, uh, East Wickham Wanderers, uh, FC United of Bromley, they maintain this lovely uh, trio uh, of rivalry. Hayes and Pickhurst in with these two as well. Brilliant to see them together. New team over from the Quota Municipal, Huxley Guards. Um, another team dissatisfied um, with the runnings uh, and the goings on over at the Quota Municipal. Welcome Huxley Guards. Finish the season in unbelievable form in Division 2 in the uh, Quota Municipal. They'll be looking to, to keep that going uh, in their new home, the OBDSFL Division 4. Welcome chaps. Long Lane seconds. Long Lane put in a reserve team. Welcome boys. Uh, and they've been looking pretty good in pre-season. Metro Massive go again. Nice to see them now. They seem to found a found a home uh, and a bit of stability after uh, a nomadic sort of experience over the, the previous years before coming to the Uppington and Bromley. So welcome uh, again, Metro Massive. Old Langlians after their disappointing season last year. They'll look they'll be looking to go one better. Alpington dropped down a division. Uh, from last season to Division 4. Uh, Phoenix Sports 4 are, are back in there. That foursome uh, with East Wickham Wanderers, Hayes and Pickers and FC United Bromley maintained. That is fantastic news for us as a podcast. Uh, the Warren uh, with the Selk logo on their sleeve this season. So unashamedly biased. The young Warren boys. Um, I saw them play last year against a Metro Massive. A good young outfit. Well drilled by a very good manager, you have to say. Um, just needed to put the ball in and just couldn't put the ball in the net on the day. They'll be looking to address that with the Selk logo on their sleeve. That is a mark of quality. They did make it to a cup, uh, county cup last season as well, though. So that the highlight of their year, definitely. And uh, Vic Farrow Cup, or was it Vic Farrow Cup they won? Yeah. Wickham yeah. Athletic, 
yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wickham Athletic won the Vic Farrow Cup. They'll be looking to uh, not be not be known as a cup team. I guess they didn't do too well in the league last season. They'll be looking uh, for more stability in the league too. In what is um, a massively tough division, twelve teams, uh, a twenty what a twenty two game season for the teams uh, in Division Four next year. Uh, and just reading those names, there's cup winners, there's county cup finalists, and there's a hell of a fight at the, at the top of um, Division Four next uh, last season, the division below this, uh, and some new entries, Jamie. Um, this is such a good division as well. Yeah, stacked in it with, as you said, teams that are winning and progressing, um, and obviously some old heads in there as well. So it's it's good to see the cluster of the teams that have been competing together. Um, staying together and it's really they kind of they're coming together as opposed to two clusters obviously uh, minus Will Garen Wish who, who have gone up but you've still got you know the Warren Wickham Athletic in there Old Line Lanes Metro Massive etc so good and sides then, good yeah sides. Really, really good side I mean the Vic Farrell this year will be you know that, that that could be a really really tasty competition once we start looking at the other divisions as well but I think Division 4 very very nicely poised at the start of the season um, you could pick a winner from, I think, five at least. So, yeah, um, I thought that'll be the task for us in a second. I'll let you go first on this one. I think. Thanks, mate. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, who won, I divi- got... who won Division Four last year? Was it East Wickham? Did East Wickham win? No, it was United of Bromley, wasn't FC it? United it was Bromley the... pipped him at the end. Dramatic didn't they? end. It. Yeah. Yeah. Can they go again? They'll be so, absolutely. Yeah, so... They'll be absolutely buoyed by that and a fantastic season for them uh, and the, the overall quality and that they'll be facing in Division 4. It's not a massive leap. There's just more better teams. There's just more teams around their level. So consistency, again, was absolutely the, the story of FC United Bromley's season last year. And they need to do it again, but you wouldn't you wouldn't put it against them. You wouldn't, no. And um, obviously that winning feeling, they'll look to to savour that and continue it. But um, I just think back to, to the way that East Wickham Wanderers lost the title, lost the cup final, and I just think there's there's got to be a massive, massive chip on the shoulder there. Um, and I think, you know, that early season they were unbelievable. They were just battering teams all over the place. Obviously, I step up in, in a much tougher division this year, but um, I think... I would like to think anyway if I was in that in that camp that there would be a real hunger to go and write what they feel will be the wrongs of last year. So my pick will be Swickham Wanderers to win this one. But I mean, as I said, it could be any one of five or six teams. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm going to back FC United Bromley. I think um, I know they listen to the podcast, so there's your there's your prediction, boys. Um, but I mean, yeah, you're right. I, I'll back FC United Bromley to make that a competition. Uh, between us two, uh, we haven't done that. We've agreed to too often this week <laughs> on the podcast, but and we, let's not let that happen again. Uh, Wick, uh, the Warren will be wearing the Celt logo, but I think that there are some teams there that are just going to be a little bit too strong. And and that four from from last season: East Wicker Wanderers, FC United, Bromley, Hayes and Pickhurst, uh, and and Phoenix Sports are very strong sides. Alpington again can be spoilers this season. Huxley Guards, a tremendous run of form at the end in 2023 in their division uh, in the Quirda Municipal last year. They're not used to losing anymore. Their, their squad has settled. Uh, Wickham Athletic really ended the season brilliantly with their Vic, Vic Farrow Cup win against East Wickham Wanderers on penalties, wasn't it? And um, mm-hmm. 
they'll be looking to prove themselves amongst this company as well. So it's such a, an interesting, interesting um, league and new teams like Long Lane Seconds, unknown. Crayford Arrows Reserves, probably for me, Jamie, looking like they could be the struggles actually in this division. I, I would agree. I think they, they started really slow last season uh, and eventually they picked up and finished quite well, but I don't think they can afford to do that uh, this year. Um, given the, the standard the opposition um, I think if they don't get on a run like the, the near the start of the season then it could well be a long old time for them um, I'm sure they'll have every intention of proving that wrong but um, yeah for me I think I would tip them to be to be bottom of the pile with um, you know for the for the dark horse you can't really say he's in pickups or, or that are, are a dark horse, but I would say I think the Warren, given they got to a county cup final, um, yeah, they could be one to keep an eye on. So they would be my dark horse, not to to win it, but maybe to push for a, an unlikely promotion. Yeah, I mean, I mean, as you say, I think if we if we actually analyse that, there's seven teams there that 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 are likely um to be in that bracket. Uh, maybe old Langlians, um, Crayford Arrows reserves, um. Long lane seconds, maybe Metro Massive making up the numbers at the bottom end of the table. So it's looking like very much um, a two-tier um, table, but we don't know who people have signed. Metro Massive, we know, um, are a tight bunch. So you don't know if they've pulled on reserves and or resources and pulled in players. Struggled last year. Um, so you know, we're only going by last year. Orpington, uh, Old Langlands, maybe mid, mid-table. Um, but yeah. Um, a tough, tough one to call that one, but we're going to go, I think, with what we knew from last year and the complete and utter um, consistency uh, from FC United of Bromley and East Wickham seems to have won um, our votes uh, for them too um, over the course of last season. Tremendous, tremendous division. Um, equally as competitive as Division 1, uh, you have to say. Uh, division 5, and uh, lots of new names here. Uh, some familiar ones. Uh, and some uh, new names, but let's have a look. Again, a 12-team division, a 22-game season in Division 5 in the OBDSFL. Um, AFC joiners, they've joined the OBDSFL. Welcome, chaps, um, to um, the Orpington and Bromley. Bexley Heath make the move over uh, from Westfar. A team that struggled last season have obviously uh, ducked down a division uh, and looking for a fresh start in a new league. Uh, welcome, Bexley Heath. Um, familiar names. Uh, to the podcast, of course. Broccoli Reserves, a uh, familiar name. Green Street, Green Rovers are back. Highest Field Rovers, they're the reserve side to um, a Westford team, uh, previously known as Peckham Rye Reserves last season. Um, Highfield switching codes uh, and going over to Highfield Rovers uh, and joining the OBDSFL. Welcome, chaps. Uh, Kingsdale, last season's Division 5 champions. Um a name synonymous with the OBDSFL, it has to be said, over the last decade plus, um, and a great season for them. They'll be looking to do exactly what they did last year again. And would you back against them? Probably not. LSU Lions Reserves um, are back as well. Welcome, chaps. Alperton Colts go again. Well done, boys. They were down and out for large periods of last season, but seem to have found some form last year. Welcome back, boys. Petzold Road Runners with a good season last year. They're back. Shortland Spitfires too. South London Spartans and Western Wolves after their disappointment, missing out narrowly to Kingsdale at the end of last season. Good to see the Western Wolves back. The Western Wolves boys back, howling and ready to go for 23-24 season. Jamie, 
it's a tough one. There's lots of good names here, lots of teams we expect to be good. But I can't see beyond Kingsdale for this one again, I don't think. Yeah, we're getting into the, the territory now where there's there's more and more new teams and unknowns. So it does kind of make sense to go with the team that we know are, are, are going to be strong. Last year's uh, Division 5 champions coming up to Division 5. <laughs> um, but <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, it was very, very close and dramatic the way it ended last year. Um, I think obviously Kingsdale's run towards the end was fantastic, but they were pushed all the way by Western Wolves. So, yeah. um, and I think I did back Western Wolves last year, so I'll, I'll go with them again. Um, okay. keep it keep it interesting between ourselves, but um, yeah, they've got every chance of if they've recruited well that they could obviously. Um, they could obviously go one better this year, so I will back them as my winners. Um, with my dark horses, could be any of them. Um, yeah, this is a the tough, tough one. Team, yeah, we played the Hydefield reserves towards the end of last year, and then they got some some good players. If they've got them sticking around, then obviously, um, I don't think they'll struggle at all. Um, can you see Green Rovers, a new team coming in, Bexley Heath, etc., new teams coming in, so. It's kind of hard to to go with them, but I'm going to going to go with a bit of a wild card. I'm going to nail my colours to the master VFC joiners, and that will be the first of many puns, I believe. <laughs> why Why are you going with joiners? Do you, is this another little bit of insider knowledge that you're not sharing? No, it's literally just fucking keep going with the puns. <laughs> well, I won't join you with with uh, with calling the joiners as dark horses. I think. That we Green Street Green, not Rovers, not the team that were there last year. No, they're still in Division Six. Okay, so this is the Green Street Green Rovers that play um, in the Seven Oaks District on a yeah. Saturday. Okay, uh, is Moxie gone there? No. Okay, no, he's, he's, he's still still stinking at our dressing room. <laughs> nah, he's a he's a good lad. Um, it's a tough one to call, to be honest. Um. But yeah, backing Kingsdale in terms of of the chasing pack, who knows in in terms of the uh, relegation candidates? Um, who knows? Bexley had a tough season last year in Westfa. Um, if they don't get their act together, they'll have that sinking feeling again in Division Five potentially. LSU Lions reserves as well. Um, they'll need to get their act together. Pretty sharpish. Everyone else, the Colts struggled as well, of course, last year. Everyone else is pretty strong in here. Highfield Rovers. Reserves not great as Peckhamai reserves. Their season fell apart towards the end of the year. Manager left, etc., etc. So plenty of excuses can be made for that. Um, but they're a, a unit that know each other's games. So that'll be interesting to see. Broccoli reserves not quite uh, the whipping boys they've been uh, in yesteryear, um, last season either. So plenty of competition uh, for here, for, for all the teams, should I say, uh, this season. But I'm going with the experience. I'm going with the with the team that um, did so well last season with all those games in hand and that job to do, they got it done. And that has, that has inspired me to back them again. Kingsdale will be uh, my division five pick and Western Wolves for Jamie. Let's get into division six. And um, yeah, lots of names that we may not have uh, recognized in here, but we'll, we'll go through them. one very recognizable name. Ben Ash United are back again. That's good to hear. Bexley Athletic go again. Uh, Bromley Athletic are back. Ex-Russillians. Uh, New team. Welcome, chaps, to the league. 
Uh, FC Deptford find themselves now down in Division 6. Probably the best place for them to be. Hopefully they get some wins on the board and hopefully they'll start uh, enjoying their football again. It's been a tough few years for them in the OBDSFL uh, where they have been uh, battered quite a few too many times. And, and hopefully in Division 6, this is where they could find uh, a new, more comfortable home. And that's nice to see. A sensible de- uh, decision has to be said by the committee, Jamie. Yeah, it's, it's good to see. And obviously, it allows them to carry on, whereas otherwise they may have lost their team. So it's sensible all around for me. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Green Street Green, yeah, back in Division 6. They did well. So they've avoided a promotion, they, but they were there or thereabouts at the top of the bottom division last year. Um, obviously, We'd expect them then to be pretty strong. Consistency uh, eluded Green Street Green last season. Uh, New Park Aslan, um, don't know who they are, uh, but new team. Welcome, boys. Alpington uh, Reserves are back. Struggled last year. Be interesting to see uh, what improvements they can make. Uh, I'm guessing just a few more wins than last season uh, and trying to stem that flow of goals that seemed to be um, their Achilles heel. Uh, last season. QOB, another new team. Welcome, gentlemen, to Division 6 of the OBDSFL. Southborough Lane, another new team. Sporting FM. Um, dial into them uh, and and uh, uh, this season, Jamie, Sporting FM. Uh, and the Warren development an obvious, and obviously uh, reserve or, or uh, second team to the, to the established, the Warren. Both teams, I think, um, are going to be wearing the Silk logo on their sleeve this season. I think uh, kindly donated the, the second one by uh, the second team by the Warren and the Sleeve logo. Thank you very much for that, gentlemen. A 12-team division. Again, Jamie, the Elpington and Bromley offering lots and lots of football um, to the lower division sides. Equaling it out, we don't expect some of these teams to go, to go too far uh, in any other cup than the Vic Farrow, um, potentially. So, um, good times for the Albertson and Bromley. Nice to see bigger numbers. Who's your pick in this one? Yeah, it's looking strong. Um, I agree. I think 12 teams is the right call for these lower divisions, given that um, cup progress will probably be limited for the majority of them. So they get still get plenty of football and, and on pretty much a game every week. So, um, yeah, this one, I think, for me on paper, just given because there's so many unknown quantities there, um, it's a little bit more straightforward, I think. I think for me, the winners will be Deptford. Um, okay. I fancy, I fancy them to, to kind of rebuild and uh, find their feet and, and push on. Uh, I think Green Street Green will be the dark horses again. I think they, they did well last year. Um, kind of had a dip and then came back again, but I think they'll maybe level at that dip uh, mid-season and finish strong. Um, it's, it's difficult to say, and I hope I'm wrong, because they're a great, honest bunch of lads and Obviously, had a tough time last year, but I think opposition reserves will have to be the tip to be bottom of the bottom of the bottom. But with so many new teams in there, surely one of them is going to be worse than them at least. So I hope that is the case. But just going based on last year, um, and I do hope I'm wrong because I do like uh, the way that they kind of were honest about their season and stuff and the way they kept going uh, despite some heavy defeats last year. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Opening reserves to be bottom, but I, that's definitely a pinch of salt. So I hope I'm wrong. I think so too. I mean, I'll, I'll back you on the Orpington reserve stuff. And I've got to say, boys, there's six new teams in this division. So half of the teams are new. So unfortunately, Orpington uh, reserves, based on last season, you are getting the nod for the wooden spoon. Now, but in terms of chasers, um, 
we've, there's always uh, we've always seen a little bit of promise from um, Bexy Athletic Cups. They were a cup team previously. Last year, much improved. Can they do that again? Uh, Benhurst on their day, we know they can get wins. Uh, Deptford, yeah, they should they should be better. They've been playing Division One or or Division Two football or Division Three football, whatever it was. Um, ahead of this season down in, in the bottom division. So they're used to playing a higher calibre of team uh, and they may find it a lot more comfortable in Division 6. Maybe they've lost everybody um, and they're starting afresh with a brand new set of players. So we don't quite know uh, what Deptford are doing. But again, all we've got to go by is last season and Deptford, you'd think, would be um, would do quite well. But I'm going to back Green Street Green, actually, for my winners um, of Division 6. Uh, and yeah, take your pick of who's going to be the chasing pack. We ain't, we know absolutely nothing um, about this division. And I don't think we will know anything about this division until about the end of October or November, Jamie. No, and uh, yeah, and especially with so many cup games in the, in the early months, you know, we'll, we'll get to the, the turn of the year and some teams might have only, and I hope if obviously the weather's kind is, but some could have played maybe two, three, four league games. So it's difficult to tell, but once... We get to the second half of the season that it really starts to kick in and, and teams get on a run and stuff. So we'll be hoping for that again this year. Absolutely. Right. Our last prediction for the season is the President's Charity Cup winners. Um, it's not been real domination. There's the, the league winners haven't necessarily, the, 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 the previous senior winners have not necessarily dominated um, the President's Charity Cup, the Paul Picard and the league winners seem to go hand in hand, or certainly the finalists do. Uh, but the President's Charity Cup wasn't played the season before last. Last season, Glebe Manor won it. Uh, and I know John the Gaffer at Glebe Manor was particularly tough to win that. He felt that that was a tougher, a tougher competition for his team to win last year than the cup final, the county cup that they missed out on. So he felt that the President's Charity Cup was more of an achievement than winning a junior um, county cup, I maybe agree with him. Um, given the teams that they beat on their way to that to that final, um, Spartans and PSG, etc., uh, etc. Et um, but Jamie, who's your cup team this year? Um, yeah, I don't think it will be a repeat of a team from. So obviously, Glebe Manor won it from Division Two last year. Can't see that happening again. I do think it will be a team from the top two divisions, more so I think it'll be a, a team from from the Prem. Um I think a team used to silverware. Um where maybe as I said, a point to prove that they could have obviously seen this as a cup they should have won last year. So my cup winners I think will be PSG. PSG for the cup. Brilliant shot, Jamie. Uh I I haven't got the foggiest idea here. I do you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to back Bickley because I've got to back them for something because <laughs> uh, I usually do. I'm going to back Bickley for the President's Charity Cup and maybe, maybe that will be the final swan song for FC Bickley and the and the Alpington and Bromley. But they'll have to come back again the year after next <laughs> season to uh, defend that cup. But yeah, I'm going to back Bickley um, because I have to. Um and yeah, what a good season we've got. All those divisions, massive divisions, stacked divisions, competitive divisions all the way through. Um, Jamie, it's going to be a very, very, very exciting season. It will be. And obviously, 
the only place to get the best coverage is right with us on Selk in it. So we'll be doing our very best to bring the pettiest and ill-informed analysis every week, um, <laughs> upsetting as many people as possible, and maybe we'll get one prediction. For you did well in the predictions last year, so I need to beat you this year. That's yeah, my yeah, we do. So we'll be back doing the normal predictions on the um, show. No predictions extra show next season. That didn't really work and it was too hard to uh, coordinate. So it's just me and Jamie uh, doing the predictions. But um, yeah, you've got to pull your socks up on the predictions next season. Definitely. I, mean, fair, I always get more points than any other pundit, but I still end up losing. Yeah, I do. I, I do well on the Openton Bromley. That's about, that's my, that's my most successful league. Jamie, we are recording again. Um, on Tuesday next week after the bank holiday where we'll be discussing the fixtures on uh, September the 3rd. The opening week of the season is here. Um, I'll speak to them, mate, and have a good week. Cheers, mate. Speak soon. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHawk on Google Play or visit our website at matchhawk.com. Truly a great match. MatchHawk. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.